Welcome to Yak Radio, the radio show that's about, well, who knows? It's a different topic every week, but Yak Radio is always full of information to help you and your family get through life. Now, here's your Yak Radio host, Dave Stahl. Hi, folks. Welcome to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 961. AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. You're getting tired of dealing with your cashiers. Maybe they don't come in to work on time or they just not motivated. Well, do like uh, you know Costco and Walmart and all the big boys do. Set yourself up with a self-checkout system. Well, Southwest Point of Sale is an arm of National Cash Register, and they've been doing this for over 20 years. They'll come out to your business, take a look, and if their system fits your system, you end up with seven-day, 24-hour-a-day service, and they'll tell you exactly what it's going to cost. But the biggest thing is service, service, service. 800-540-2149. 800-540-2149. Also, West Escondido Auto and Trans for all those automotive needs that you have. AAA approved, Napa Auto Care, all the way up and down the uh, San Diego coast. Check them out. And if you love San Diego propane, I like I do, you'll save yourself a bucket load of money. They only do East County. But go to www.sd-propane.com. Talk to Dave. Tell him you heard it right here on KCBQ. Hey, I got my good buddy Scott uh, McLean in the house. He's a family owner of uh, Weather Machines with an S. Yes, sir. Right here in lovely, what would you call that, El Cajon? Yes, it's El Cajon. And you guys have been around. Since 1991. And your five star through AAA or not AAA, but uh, Better Business Bureau. And the thing of it is, you're a family owned and operated heating and AC. Absolutely. You, d- you don't mess around with solar. Nope. You know, you're plenty busy doing heat and AC. I'm surprised you're even here today. Well, on that note, yes. <laughs> um, my phone does go off constantly with service call requests and yeah. things of that nature. I could be working today. Yeah. But. I'm here taking the time to talk to you. and But that's the backbone of Weather Machine, really, is service. Yes. Because everybody can sell AC and heating equipment. That's no thing. And by the way, I don't know who the gentleman was. I didn't catch his name. Kind of reminded me of Arlo Guthrie. He came out to my house and did a service on it. Am I right? That would be Scott Arthur. The, that was the most efficient guy I've had at my house checking out my system. And it was just the maintenance. It wasn't. He didn't have to do anything to it. He was extremely polite, came in, didn't even want to look at all my toys. He wanted to look at my AC. And he wanted to look at my and my heating system. I told him where everything was, and he came back, and he was, have to say, because I'm just waiting for that 20-year-old system to blow up in my face, and he was very impressed on how it's still functioning quite well, which that was a good, because, you know, you never know. He could have very easily said, yeah, you got about another 90 days, bro. You better start you know, figuring out what you're going to do. He didn't do that. He was very upfront, very forward, very very honest, very polite. And I, and I, wanted, I didn't want to call you guys at work and tell you. And yes, folks, I paid $99 for that service. I didn't ask Weather Machine to give it to me for free, did I? I never nope. called you up, never said nothing. I said, just make me an appointment list because I – We've been cranking the you-know-what out of that AC. Well, it's been really hot in East County lately. It's been really hot. Triple digits. But maintenance is so, so important because you guys can catch things before they they really cause you a problem, right? Yeah, that is the main reason for maintenance is basically your system sits dormant for months out of the year. 
Yeah. Spring and fall, you're not using heat. You're not using AC typically for a while. And then you go to turn it on and you rely on it. And it's just like a car or motorhome that's been sitting in your driveway. And you're going to take and throw the family in it and go down the road. You'd probably want to do a tune-up before you take it out. Yeah, or at least check the tire pressure maybe, it, change some fluids. Well, and, and I – how so – being we're in San Diego, even though this show goes all around the world, what would you recommend? Every six months, once a year? Typically speaking, every six months. So spring and fall would be your best okay. right before you're getting ready to use the heater and then right before you're getting ready to use uh, the air conditioner. So, so I that, sort of got right in the middle of where I shouldn't have been, but I mean. Maintenance is still better than not doing it at all. And I surprised him because behind my door was five filters. And he says, well, here's another one, because you guys also include a, a new... And Well, probably what would have happened, because most people don't crawl up there and change their filters, right? It's astonishing how many people don't even know they have an air filter. <laughs> You'll show up to their house, and they give you kind of like that crooked dog look when you ask them where the filter's located. Uh, and then you go pull it out, and it's this furry animal of just... Yeah, I... Never ne- been changed for I, 10 years, and you're going, you're breathing this stuff? Yeah. I, and your oh, system's just sitting here choked because I, you're not doing any maintenance. I can hear... The difference between a clean filter and a dirty filter. Is that weird or is that just me? No, that's actually not weird. You can actually hear the velocity change. As the filter gets dirty, it starts getting clogged up and it gets more restrictive and you lose airflow. Yeah. And yeah, it's not uncommon that you can actually hear them start whistling or picking up a little bit of... Some kind of a reverberation in there. But no, I mean, and it was so funny too because... I accidentally went a little longer than I normally do, and I pulled it down. It was like, ooh, this is nasty. So I put the new one in, and it was like the AC wasn't even on. I thought, wow, this is really, really something. So from a home maintenance point of view, really that's the only thing the consumer should be concerned about is the filter or anything else? If they're going to do anything themselves, just the filter. We don't want them touching any of the mechanical devices right. because you have rotating fan blades, high-voltage electricity capacitors that store voltage even when the uh, power's turned off. And then also with the furnace, you're dealing with gas, and that's an explosion sure. risk. So yeah, really don't want homeowners doing too much to them. Right. Just keeping the air filter changed monthly, bi-monthly, depending on usage. Yeah. Um, if you're more rural like you are, uh-huh. monthly is a good thing. Uh, depends on how much infiltration you get through your windows and doors. Yeah. Um, so you, monthly on the filter, huh? If you do it. The best thing to do is buy the cheap, thin filters and just replace them as yeah. often as possible. Yeah. Just buy a 12-pack off of Amazon or yeah. filtersdirect.com. And then the first, first Saturday of every month, get in the habit of change. Yeah. Because it's so easy to do. You just do the two switches, the two latches, put the filter in, make sure. Oh, make sure. the. How bad is that if you get it in upside down? Is it really bad or is it? It's not critical. It's not Typically, critical. it's not going to do much, um, yeah. especially if you're changing it often. Yeah. Um, but it's nice, and the arrow points up. The arrow points in the direction of airflow. Okay. Well, we never know which way the air is going. You know, like, you know, you get a rookie, <laughs> which way is the air going? It's going up the hole in your ceiling. So that's the way you should, you should do it, right? Correct. Yeah. So And so you don't have to buy a very expensive filter. That's, no, that's a good point. No, actually stay away from the, the super expensive filters. You'll see them like they're rated like uh, – They'll even say they're HEPA or they're a high MERV rating, so to speak. All those do is they get more and more restrictive, filtering out more and more of the particulates. And, well, when you're doing that, you're reducing airflow. Gotcha. And these home systems are not designed for a super restrictive filter. If you want air purification, you have to go to an electronic device. Uh, But the paper filters, like you can go online and buy some really expensive filters. Sure. And we pull them out all the time. We'll take the customer out to the truck, and we'll blow nitrogen through it at, like, 200, 300 PSI, and you can't feel it on the other side. 
Like, they're super restrictive. You no. basically take this $50 filter they just bought and throw it in the trash can, yeah. throw in the, the $17, $18 filter, and they're back up and So running. what's the downside to lack of, restri- uh, fl- of airflow? What does well, that do to your system? does a couple things. The first thing is it takes and puts strain on the blower motor, therefore making it run harder and, and draw hotter. more electricity, and hotter. it'll wear it out because it does get hotter. Um, the reduced airflow across the coil, you're going to get reduced cooling capacity, and your house isn't going to get cooled off as well because you're not getting the air where it needs to go. Wow. So it's air filters are very critical. So there you go, folks, and they're not that expensive, 5 6 $7 a piece. I mean, I don't know, maybe even cheaper. I didn't even look. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 – Good, good maintenance advice. All right. We're sitting here with Weather Machine. This is uh, Scott McLean. We're going to be back after a short break. We're going to talk more about your home system. We haven't even talked heaters because nobody's talking heaters today on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Anyway, hey, folks, welcome back. This is Jack Radio with Dave Stahl. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by South Bay Auto House. If you have a Mercedes-Benz and you're looking for an alternative to the dealer, it's worth the drive to Chula Vista. 310 Trousdale's Drive. Amazing. Independent uh, Mercedes-Benz specialists, and they do it all. They do repair. They even have uh, certified Mercedes that they'll sell you. They have parts and they have every part. Now you got to call and make a reservation because they are busy. So check them out. Hey, and bumper docks and scratches, dings, and dents. Nothing worse. And if you have a lease vehicle and you're getting ready to return it, you better take it to bumper dock first. Let them take a look at it. All right, we got Scott McLean. He is a part of the family owned and operated uh, uh, weather machines, air conditioning, and heat. So Andrew was his name, the guy that came Arthur. out? Arthur. Arthur. Yep. So Arthur comes out. And he goes outside, and he looks at that big compressor thingy, you know, with the fan blades and all that. And he comes in, and he goes, you know, I'm glad to see you're putting a uh, 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 a cage around your unit because you have dogs, right? I go, yeah, why? What's? I just don't want them to chew on the wires. He goes, oh, no, 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 no. When they hike their leg on these, it'll eat this <laughs> to pieces. I never knew that. Yeah, you can always see when a dog's been urinating on an AC unit because the bottom couple rows of it have deteriorated away to where it's just gone. I know. I yeah. had no I Like I said, I purposely have that cage thing around it so they won't chew on the wires. Yeah, dogs do that also quite often. Yeah, but I never thought about, you know, hiking their leg on it. So, I mean, that, that that's another thing that's, that's real super important. Okay, so now that's talking AC. What about heat? What do you do with your heater? Is there anything you can do with a heater? As far as maintenance goes? Yeah. Well, maintenance on a heater is actually very crucial because you have to think of it this way. It's a large unmanned fire that no one's keeping an eye on. It's usually yeah. tucked away in a closet or out in a garage. Or, or in the attic. attic. And so we want to make sure that it's safe. There's a lot of safety circuits in the furnace to keep it from burning the house down. Right. Or from asphyxiating the tenants. So we'd like to make sure that everything's good. Go through gas pressures. Check for gas leaks. Look at all the safety features. Run through all of the safety switches. Make sure they're operating properly mm-hmm. so we can ensure safety. Plus, also, you don't want it not to work in the middle of winter, so you need to get it checked out. It is yeah. an ignition circuit in there that lights the fire, so right. you got to go through those and make sure they're tuned. Is there any maintenance on the on the little remote control panel, you know, that you turn your AC on? Your oh, the thermostat? On? Yeah, the thermostat. That's a good yes. One. Actually, most thermostats have batteries in them. 
And when those batteries go bad, they corrode. Just like, you know, when you pick up that old flashlight and it's got uh, like the corroded batteries in it. Yeah, that turquoise. Yep, that turquoise little paste on there. It'll destroy the thermostat. And then you're out a couple hundred dollars as opposed to just uh, popping a couple batteries out every couple months. Yeah. So, so you think even a couple of months on that? Well, we suggest a couple months. They're still good. Yeah. Usually you suggest that you just rotate them through with your TV remote or something. Yeah, what's up with these TV remotes eating batteries like candy? Well, that's a good, great place to swap <laughs> through, and it keeps you going. Yeah. Not all thermostats have batteries, but when they do, it's very crucial to very change crucial. them out. Because yeah. if not, we'll show up, and yeah, it's corroded. Right. Time for a new one. And, and you're right. You know, I, I never thought of it as being an unattended fire, and that's exactly what it is. And depending on where it's at, and then there's always the, the asphyxiation factor of it. Yep. If if for whatever reason a pilot light goes out and you know and it's pumping whatever it is is powering your uh, your heater, you know that's that's all about as bad as well. Um, so with that case, what do you recommend as far as setting the temperature? I know that sounds like a crazy question, but you know we get asked this a lot. Do you really? Yes, um, especially when we put in a new system. Customers usually ask at that point in time, they're like, "What do you suggest putting the air yeah. conditioning at?" What's an efficient number? This is my answer, and this is as blatant as it can be. If you're the one paying the SDG bill, you choose how cold you want it. I have customers that want it 68 degrees. I have others that don't want it any lower than 80. Yeah. So it's all over the map. Yeah. Um, I can take and I could put it at 76 degrees in an office building with 30 people, and 28 would be unhappy. Yeah. It, it, it all depends really where you are and what you are. If you're the one paying the bill, you set it wherever you want, whatever's reasonable to you. Yeah. Um, I like it colder than most. Yeah. That's- well, my wife is, she's so funny. She says, it's, I don't like it at 74 because it's too cold. I don't like it at 72 because it's not cold enough, but 73 works fine. Mm-hmm. I go, how could you tell one degree from another? But that's not one thing you argue about. No. And actually, <laughs> just to let you know, there's been a lot of research and studies done on what you Efficiency. can feel temperature swing. And what it is, uh, your wife is being very honest. Females can feel a temperature swing of three degrees, whereas males, it's about eight degrees before we notice that we're uncomfortable. No kidding. I yes. had no idea. That's why our thermostats run on a three-degree swing, because anything more than that, and we've got unhappy wives all over the place. Yeah, well, happy wife, happy life. There you go. So, yeah, nothing, she is. Nothing rhymes with men or fathers or husbands. You ever notice that? Work. <laughs> <laughs> work is what rhymes with that. Yeah, work sure does. Well, and, and you know, it's. And I don't know if you're listening to this, folks, but this is a company that's done their research. Because the biggest thing you do, besides put in air conditionings and heating systems, is you answer questions. And I'll bet you get more questions than you get anything, right? We get a lot of questions. We get a lot of weird, random questions. We have people that stop by the office every once in a while and just want to ask some questions about filters or where to get this or what they need to do and... Um, maybe it's making a weird noise. What do you, don't you love it when they walk in and say, okay, it's making this weird noise. Can you tell me what that is? Well, now in the glorious day of smartphones, they play us a video. Oh, I never thought of that. It's not always the best, though. It's hard to interpret. Yeah. You're, you're like, I, I, you we, gotta come we, out. we gotta go out and put a look on it. Yeah. Um, also, the thing with that is we still don't want customers self-diagnosing or servicing their systems because there's a lot of rotating pieces and parts, like we said. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's the random amount of questions that we get and some of the conversations that we have regarding it's not working or it's working or Mm -hmm. the hemming and hawing of, do I just book the service call? Yeah, I know. What's this red light? I don't know. So just keep talking. 
Yeah, okay. Not to worry about the red light. <laughs> okay. Disregard the flashing red Disregard light. Disregard Hey, we're in the maintenance world. We like to know about red lights flashing. Uh, yeah. Do you run into any problem? I don't know how to say this. Scam artists? Uh, there are people out there that are definitely big scam artists. There's companies that are built around driving new business out of old customers. So basically they have service technicians or employees that are all commission-based where gotcha. they're taking, they go out and they go to do a maintenance on an air conditioner, and they make a certain amount if they get a salesman out there. And then they make another amount if the salesman sells the job. Gotcha. So they get very much condemning units like, okay, Arthur is out at your house. Mm-hmm. Your system's 20 years old. Right. We know that it's past its point of life expectancy, but if we can get five more out of it, that's awesome. Yeah, I know. A because lot of what other, does the system cost nowadays? Uh, the average system is about 16 16 a one and a six yes and a comma and a bunch of zeros yes sir yeah now that's not counting labor is it no that's total okay okay. total labor parts pieces all All right do finance yes we do there you go we can do financing um the financing and air conditioning is a little different it's all very high percentage rate Mm. it's actually best off if the customer goes to the bank themselves because they can get a much cheaper Ah, loan than instead of going through you yeah going through like the ge capital and things like that we yeah. can do buy downs on the percentage, but it's still pretty pricey. Yeah. Um, but it is an option. Yeah. So I got a 20 year old unit. Well, I mean, we might as well just use my house as an yeah. example. So let's, and this one, like I said, Arthur says it's running great. Everything is fine. So I go ahead and replace it. What benefits would I have by replacing it? Is it a better unit? Is it more efficient? Or is mine not so much efficient? And that's why SDG likes it. Well, basically speaking, your system's 20 years old, so our base model in today's world would be about 30% more energy efficient right out the gate. Wow. And then from there, we can go up another like 10, 15% more energy efficient to where we're getting like 45% more efficient than what you're currently using. Okay. And that's just on the cooling portion of it. Right. Um, so that can rack out to be a pretty good savings over the lifespan of a system. 15 yeah. years, 20 years, you're going to get your return on investment, especially yeah. with the cost of electricity going up. <laughs> Also, a key point to that, we don't do solar, but we do understand how solar works. And if you were to take and put a lot of panels on your house to cover for an old air conditioner, whereas when you could take and replace the air conditioner with a more efficient one and reduce the number of panels you have to put up, it kind of works in all circuits and facets of it. Uh, The other big advantage to more modern-day equipment is it's quieter. And like we said, more efficient. Plus, also, we get to go in and correct a lot of those issues that might be in there that you never even knew about. Right. Our whole goal when we put in a new system is to make sure that we condition the home exactly as it should be. My father, Chuck, myself, we've gone through and we've done extensive training, lots and lots of years hands on, Mm -hmm. where we can go in and we actually take calculations and measurements of the home and talk to the homeowner. They'll tell you what rooms aren't getting hot or what aren't yeah, getting yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Timmy's room's always warm. This studio is warm. We need to get more airflow in here. Right. You listen to them, and then we go in and we design the system to correct those issues. And when we get done, the look on the customer's faces when they go, this is how an air conditioner is supposed to work. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> sort of, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's well, how we have We have two rooms in our house that are facing south, and they get all the heat. Mm-hmm. And they're... Five, ten degrees warmer than the other one. See, and then the other thing, of course, I again I listen to a lot of radio. Now you're hearing about these systems that each room has its own not thermostat, but theoretically, you can like this room could be sixty eight, this room could be seventy two. 
what's the efficiency? Is that a good idea? or So we can do that a couple different ways. The most common would be a zone control where there's dampers in the ductwork. Oh. And we can take and put in separate thermostats for different areas. Um, doing each room individually gets a little pricey. I would think. Because there's a lot to it and a lot of labor to it. Yeah. Um, it is very beneficial for multi-story homes. If we can get in there and do it, because you always have the thermal dynamics of the yep. hot air rising, exactly. you can take and set upstairs at a certain temperature or downstairs. Long ranch style homes, it works out well, too, because a lot of times you have the southwest side, like you were saying, those rooms yeah. in your house. And then the north side doesn't need as much AC. We can take and we can split it and let, you know, kind of even those things out. Gotcha. Um, giant fan of zone control. Um, and yes, it does become more energy efficient because we're not trying to freeze the whole house out to get the living room cold. Yeah. You know, we can kind of dial it and make it work. Right. Um, it doesn't always work in every situation, but there are definite times that it's a good thing. Well, you could tell once you walk through somebody's home and say, you know what? I, I know you think it's a good idea. It's not. Yeah. It's not going to work for you. Absolutely. Because you don't want to go and do it. And the customer says, well, it's not doing it. That's the number one thing <laughs> is being very upfront about yeah. meeting expectations. Whether you like it or not. Like uh, we get asked all the time about people that want um, electronic air cleaners, and they want to purify their air. And you're standing there in a house with doors and windows open, and you go, I can't purify the outside world. <laughs> if your doors and windows were shut when I got here, this would be a conversation we could actually have. Yeah, but your doors and windows are wide open. As soon as you open that door, every allergen and pollen that you think you're removing from the air just came right back in. At 180 miles an hour. <laughs> Absolutely. If the wind is up, for sure. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. You guys are listening to Weather Machines right there in El Cajon. I think I even have... What's the address over there? 9303 Bond Avenue. And you guys have a website? Uh, yes, we do. Weathermachines.org. And that's machines with an S. Yes. So don't mess around there when you hear them. Or if you want to get a quote, maybe you want to set up a maintenance. Hello. Tell them I sent you because it'll be the... You know what it does? It gives you a really relief. When they walk out and they say everything is fine, it just says... Okay, that's one other thing I don't have to worry about. And living in East County, now my next thing is my septic tank, which Weather Machines does not do, so don't call. Well, Won't Chuck might do it, but nobody else in the office will do it. Only did it back when we had them. Yeah, and, and we now don't, you don't have them. We don't like to touch them. They're nasty. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Hack Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. This is Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 96.1. AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by the good guys at San Diego Gear and Axle. That's right, Gear and Axles, undercarriage. Man, they do it all. Go to sdgearaxle.com for all your undercarriage needs. All righty now. I've been sitting here chatting with Scott McLean, uh, part of the family that owns Weather Machines right there in El Cajon. You guys have been around for how long? Since 1991. Yeah, and I looked them up. Uh, they're you know, A plus rated with BBB. Uh, they they care extremely about the family. They care about you. They care about your company. I like to look at uh, weather machine as a type of a business that if you see them out to dinner, they don't have to duck under the table. And that sounds funny, but that's so so important because if you're a person that's not honest and upfront, you're gonna be ducking a lot. All right, so I need to ask you, because I understand you do something a little bit different than most AC and heating companies, is you have a special rating 
and you have your own sheet metal shop with on the premises. Yes, so we're actually one of the last few true tradesmen, so to speak, to where we actually have our own sheet metal shop. We have shears, brakes, 10-foot capability. We can do custom-made sheet metal for any and all of our projects, um, as well as also we can make general sheet metal items for flashings and mm-hmm. roof caps and things of that nature. But it's really beneficial for us because I don't have to take and outsource it to another company to take and make our metal mm-hmm. or if we need to make a special transition or a plenum box so to speak we can just do it in-house yeah. and there's a lot of times that you go out to a house and they've changed out a system someone else has gone and changed the system but they left the metal because they don't have any way to source that metal or they don't understand what they're doing with it and mm-hmm. so you end up with this rusted old product that's still leaking uh, a lot of rooftops are that way mm-hmm. and so we have the advantage to be able to go in and fabricate our own ductwork and we have layout machines and things of that nature it's it's actually probably one of the funner parts of the job is getting to make a lot of metal yeah i would say so because you know like my house was built pretty much out of home depot according to the guy that built the house well certain things after 20 years are starting to deteriorate so guess what i go running back down to home depot and that's not, that product is no longer there and i think that's what really impressed me the most about you guys having your own sheet metal shop is because all those parts and pieces from 20 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe eight years ago, are not there anymore. I mean, you could trip, fall into it, dent it, which then becomes inefficient. Uh, or like you said, it could rust out. So I, I think that's extra- – or somebody else has worked on it and Jerry rigged it because you're trying to save a few bucks. That's usually the main issue. Yeah. Um, basically, people that aren't – knowledge enough to know how to work with metal mm-hmm. it's actually a very it seems like a big robust product but it's actually pretty delicate when very. people climb on it or like you said fall into it or step on it it gets dented and then it starts making the tin can noising when the system turns on and off it's really not good right. um but yeah having the sheet metal shop is a very big advantage that we have over a lot of other companies because like i said we can make our products right. on site um and we don't have to wait to yeah. get them outsourced or brought in or 30 days out to get a piece of metal made. Well, if I need it tomorrow, I'll stay and get it done, and it'll be ready to go for the guys in the morning. So what AC systems, I mean, do you recommend any one system over another, or well, do you even want to go there? No, we can go there. Um, so with that being said, it's basically like this. There's really only like five brands of air conditioning when we're talking about central systems. You have yeah. Train, Linux, Ream. Carrier, Goodman, York, and then everything else is just basically a subsidiary of them. It's basically a brand that doesn't get the advertising dollars, gotcha. so it's a, a cheaper product, but it's literally the same exact product. Okay, it has the same model number as the carrier, but it's not a carrier unit. Right. Um, those are basically the primary thing with those is you got to go with what you have good relationships with for the vendor. So you can gotcha. get replacement parts and things of that nature. Um, and possible warranty extensions because that does happen a, t- a time or two. Absolutely. Um, it's pretty good right now that we're pretty much 10 years across the board on all manufacturers with parts warranties. Um, and then you can get extended warranties past that and labor warranties if you want to. Oh, you can? Yes, you can. Ooh. You can go 10-year parts and labor warranty. That's a very – I mean, I'm telling you, folks, trust me, that's very important. I'm a giant fan of warranties. Me too. I mean, when I bought my truck, I sat in the dealership and – I'm not leaving here until I have the absolute best. I'm not going to touch right. this thing with a wrench. And you cover. didn't buy anything else. You nope. didn't buy the paint sealant. You didn't buy the seat sealant. Nope. No undercarriage. Nope. No. Nope. I just no want... special air for the tires. 
Nope. Trust me, we did that one time at a dealership. We actually sold special air to customers. Nitrogen filled? No, this was back oh. in the 80s. It came out. I said, where do I get my special air? He said, out of the air hose, you dummy. So I had him fired immediately. But anyway, the extended <laughs> and the extended warranty thing is, I know, isn't that crazy? But that extended warranty is so, so, so important. You have life insurance. You have car insurance. And why not uh, Why not get an extended service contract? Yeah. Uh, it It's funny because the people that get the extended warranties are like, amazing lifelong customers like yeah. through, they they just get it they don't want any hassle they're very involved with their home on all aspects mm-hmm. not just this part of it but they are definitely understanding that you get a warranty <clears throat> excuse me you get a warranty 10 years if you get the labor warranty too you're not paying for any repairs yeah. and there's no like deductible on it or anything like that it's straight up just but it makes you maintain the system Yes. See, that's the kicker. That's like, oh, I'm going to buy a service contract and never change oil on my car. No, 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 no. The whole purpose of a, a, a service contract is to save you bucket loads of money, but also maintain your equipment. And most of them actually have a clause in there that if you don't have receipts an, an annual maintenance done, then the warranty becomes null and void. Exactly. Or they can deny the warranty claim, so to speak. Right, right. Um, it, it's one of those things where they're on top of it saying, well, we're not going to warranty it if you're what's not going to What's an average cost for a warranty, would you say, for heating and air? Uh, so to go, if just the tenure parts comes out of the box, free of charge. Oh, okay. Uh, to get a labor warranty on top, that's usually about 1100 bucks. That's not bad. It's 10 years. That's not bad. That's 100 bucks a year. Basically, Or maybe yeah. even less. Yeah. Wow. So it's not a bad and idea. you charge more than that. I do. Just a little bit. It cost it cost eighty two dollars to start the truck. No kidding. Yeah. Just to start the truck, it's basically eighty two bucks. Wow. So that's why maintenances and things of that nature, that's pretty much as low as we can get. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. You know, we'll see some specials ran every once in a while that you just sit and scratch your head going, Well How are you gonna do that? Well, it's simple math. You don't send a service technician out there for $45 and expect them to leave with $45, do you? Oh, I see. They're going to come up. They're going to find something that you need to have repaired. Is that like that guy that says they'll do my carpets for $9.99, all five rooms for for $95? I go, dang, dude, come on out. (laughs) And he leaves and he's $700 later. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly all it is. You mean Um, there's no free lunch? Is that what you're trying to tell? There's no free lunch. (laughs) And it, it boggles my mind that people still fall for it. Like, the, the, what did you think? That yeah. someone's, they're just doing you a favor? Yeah. They just had a kind heart and decided to give free service calls? Yeah. No, they're, they're there to make a buck. Okay, so I know my wife's listening, or she should be. But I hope so. I, so I've got a 2,700-square-foot house. We, you've already seen the system. But her dogs live in the garage. Now, it doesn't have a ceiling, you know, like you would say. Is there ways to air condition that garage? Yes. So there's a couple different ways. Um, in a situation like that, especially with it being animals, mm-hmm. I would highly suggest doing something like a ductless mini split in there. I would not suggest tying it into the main system just for odor. And also we don't want to tie in the main system in case you use that garage to park a vehicle in and you could asphyxiate the carbon monoxide and carbon dioxide going into the house. Um so a standalone unit works pretty well for that. Okay. The ductless models do really good for something like a garage-sized, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, you'd have to increase the size of it pretty good to cover the 
added volume for the attic that's open, mm-hmm. but they're definitely worth it. Yes. And it's better than cut. Cause see, I didn't want, that was the only reason we haven't done it is because I didn't want to cut into the main system because pumping it into a three car garage. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not sealed and, and you know, it's going to go someplace and yep. it's, it's going to go to the roof and dissipate. You'd be wasting a lot of energy yeah. and mm-hmm. the performance of your house system would drop and you wouldn't be cool. Yeah, that, yeah. That well, 2,700 square feet would not be getting cool. Well, she doesn't care. As long as the dogs are nice and cool. You know, you've got family members with dogs. Oh, I've got, yeah. And they're <laughs> treated better than you and I put together. But that's another story. Yeah. So so we're sitting here for almost 45 minutes. And I'm asking a million questions. But that's the good thing about Weather Machine. You're more than happy to educate a consumer. So that consumer now becomes corny as it sounds, part of the family, and you're not afraid of questions. No, I like questions. Yeah, because questions not only educate you, but it educates the person asking the question because I'm sure at least once a week somebody will ask you a question and you're going to go, wow, I never even thought of that. There are some times that things <laughs> get brought up. Arthur's king of doing that. My one of, oh, is one he of really? our service techs. He will come up with something that I have to like double check and look back and go, what did you say? Where did you find that? Like where where did that come from? Yeah, and it, it's great. Um, we actually do a lot of kind of bouncing ideas off of each other. My father and myself, uh, Joey, one of our installers, Arthur, the guys, to Kayla in the office, we'll bounce ideas off each other all day long. Yeah. Uh, whenever there's a difficult repair or um, maybe a questionable repair, where we need to make sure that we're doing the customer the most justice. Yeah. Sometimes doing the repair on an old system, you have to really weigh it out and go, okay, well, this unit's 25 years old. Do you want to put X number of dollars into it, knowing that it might not last? Yeah. Who knows? I know. It's one of those things that you have to look at. The discussions and communication with the customers is very crucial. Crucial. It's You can't meet expectations if you don't understand them. That's right. That's kind of how that boils down. And you down. can never let the customer walk away with that puzzled look on their face. I see that at the car dealerships all the time. The guy gets a repair order. He or she, and they're walking to their car, and they're trying to read it. They're turning it. They have no idea what they just spent $1,500 on. Right? No. Am I right? Yeah, very much so. Um, That's actually one of the things that we're very much on top of is making sure that the customer knows what we're What you're paying for. Yes. Whether it be a repair or a replacement system, Mm -hmm. it's spelt out very clearly and made sure that everyone understands what it is. there's no bait and switches. There's no taking advantage no. of. It's making sure that everyone's comfortable. Um, we actually deal with quite a bit of senior parks oh. where, where we're dealing with elderly customers. Yeah. And there will be times where my service tech just will not do the repair until we can talk to uh, someone Some, else in the family. Somebody uh, in the family. Maybe the – yeah, I, I totally understand where to you're coming sure from. Just to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Yeah, because you don't – how many grand – cute story before we go to break. I worked at a – Toyota dealership and a little, a little 82 years old comes rolling up in a Camry, 87 Camry, brand new station wagon, all wheel drive. I go, ma'am, what are you doing in this car? Well, I wanted a little Toyota Corolla and this is what they sold me. So, and you don't want that to happen in the air conditioning business. Nope. When a family member comes in and says, all I needed was a filter. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I'm telling you folks, it's all about honesty because you know, if anybody wants to make a lot of money off you, it's more fun to do it over 20, 30, 40, 50 years than at one time. 
because it never works as a one-timer. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You listen to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 96.1, AM 1170. Yes. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to Yak Radio on FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by John's Automotive Import Repair, 7447 University Avenue, right up there in lovely La Mesa. Uh, you know what I always say about being Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, master technicians, AAA approved, warranty's good, clear across the United States. So if you get a water pump put on here in San Diego and you make it to Missouri and the water pump starts leaking, parts and labor's totally covered, no hassle. All right, hey, we've got uh, Scott McLean in the house. He is a good friend of mine, and he's a owner of uh, Weather Machines Heating and Air. And they also sponsor the show. I'm going to be right up front and tell you that. You know, he does sponsor our show. And, and with that is why I brought him in. Because, you know, normally when you're doing a commercial, all you can do is a commercial. And, you know, that's 60 seconds or longer. And you can never tell, get what we just put in today. And I, again, have learned a ton. So we're going to kind of do a little bit of a recap. Just so if you didn't happen to listen to it when you first started. Uh, Scott, how long have you guys been in business? Since 1991. Family owned and operated? Actually family owned and operated, not just as some guy that owns a company saying, well, I've got a family, so we're a family company. <laughs> it is my father, my sister, Tequila, myself, so we're very much an actual operating family. Yeah. Um, my son, Triton, and my daughter, Audrey, will probably be joining the mix here in the next few years. Sure. Um, my grandfather was in the industry. We're just, I've got uncles that are in the industry as well. Wow. It's very much a true family business right and your status is important or your word is important i mean your triple your a plus rated at bbb and sometimes that's not the easiest thing to do when you're in a service business yep that can it's one of those things where there are some people out there that'll just write a review just to try and get something for free right um but that being said i think one of the key things that sticks out to me and this was something my grandfather told me years ago mm-hmm and it was basically like this. He said, Scott, check this out. If you do a good job and you take care of a customer 100%, they might turn around and tell three or four people. This mm-hmm. is back before the Internet. But they might tell three or four oh, people yeah. that they know that Weather Machines is the one to go to and call Scott. Because right. you rip off one customer, they're going to turn around in line at the grocery store and scream your name. And For tell weeks. Everyone. Yep. For weeks. For weeks and months, years, it it D- depends on how bad you screwed them. Yep. Because the harder you screwed them, the louder they yell. No, no, no. I, I learned what my forte when I was in the car business is I would go to bad dealerships, fix them, and leave. So I know I, I got, and that's why, you know, I partnered with you guys. I met your dad and Michaela a couple of times at, at breakfast, and the more we got to talking, and I thought, eh, yeah, this isn't a bad idea. In fact, your dad had to call me and said, "When are we going to advertise on your show?" Because People that do business like you do, you're not short of business. No. How far out are you? Um, installs right now, we're looking into October. <laughs> See, folks, that's what I tell you. But the other questions I asked during the during this interview was, you know, what's the average cost of a system? And I told them a 2,700-square-foot house. And I know you've been listening on radio and TV to 20 grand, 25 grand, 30 grand. And you're saying – just an average price of about maybe 16 to 18. Yeah. That would be complete system replacement, furnace, including air labor, labor, replacement of ductwork, correction of airflow issues, 
It also probably gets you new grills and a nice fancy new thermostat with Wi-Fi capability. Oh, I can listen to my radio on the what? No, I'm no, you can lay in bed and turn it on and off. Oh, I like that. So that brings up a point. We talked about AC. If you upgrade, what are some of the benefits with a new heater? So with the new heater, obviously there's the safety factor, yeah, and then there's also the fuel consumption. Now. This is a touchy subject in our industry right now because California is trying to eliminate gas furnaces. Of course they are. Because they pollute too much. Yes, I'm sure they do. But our new power plant is natural gas burning, so I'm not sure how that works. But basically... (laughs) They have a muffler. Yeah, they have a muffler. And and you don't have a muffler. We have... Basically, the average furnace runs at like 44 nanojoules of particulates leaving, and they want to get us under 14. The industry is trying to do it, but it looks like we'll probably be swinging over to the almighty all-electric uh, over yes. the next few years. Yeah. and oh, But let me see. How do we generate electricity? By burning natural gas. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. I mean, dude, follow the money. That's all I can say. But, yeah. it, but let's get back to reality. Yeah. You need a system. You know, you need to go to somebody that's got a great reputation, somebody that's not going to pack up and go down the road. You don't want somebody in a pickup truck and he's hand-painted ac and heat repair cheap you want to go with it with, with a company that's been doing this since 1991 and beyond with the rest of your family uh but i think the biggest thing folks i know what you're saying i can hear you well i don't know anything about ac i don't know anything about heaters well then that's why you need to go to a company that will sit down and have a good consultation with you and won't leave until you're totally 100 percent satisfied with the answers isn't that pretty much it in a nutshell? That's it in a nutshell. Yeah, give because once you accomplish that, the rest is easy. Yeah, basically, give us a call. If you want a price to replace a system, there's no charge to come out and meet with you. Yeah. And I'll sit and I'll talk to you and we'll figure out what we need to do. And we'll put together a game plan as a group, as a whole family, basically, and say this is what needs to be done. Right. And then we'll stand behind it when it's done. It's it's true and simple. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really not rocket science. No, it really is, and you got to use good quality parts. Yep. So let me ask you this: Are any, are there any? And I just because I'm on a I'm on a wild air, AC and heat units made in the United States, or do we all have to get them overseas? The brands that we offer are made here in the United <gasps> States. Boy, you, look, I got goosebumps. Yes, it's, I got goosebumps. I get goosebumps saying it because I'm proud to be an American. I like to buy U.S. made parts. Me too. But here's the other factor to it. I don't have to wait to ship a circuit uh, board from China to replace an AC unit. Uh, now, there are units that are made in China, Taiwan, Mexico, Mexico, Taiwan. Yeah. And we do put them in occasionally if the customer asks for this particular unit. It is what it is. Um, but whenever we have to get a replacement part or component for those units, it's a much longer time frame as opposed to something that's made over in Tyler, Texas or over in Tennessee where I can just get parts shipped overnight wow. and be ready to rock and roll. See? Um and I didn't even know that. You need to put that on the truck. You know, you think it'd be advertised more, but honestly speaking, the average San Diegan doesn't know what brands of air conditioner there are out there. No. Just the one they have or whatever their thermostat says. They think yeah. they have a Honeywell air conditioner. Well, you would have to physically go, <laughs> Honeywell air conditioner, that's really just the thermostat. No, you're, but you know what? Consumers don't care. No, nope. No offense. You do. You eat, sleep, and drink this stuff. Yes. But consumers could care less. All they wanted to do is either heat and cool, cool, and they don't want to cost, you know, they wanted to be efficient as yep. possible. Absolutely. And it's real simple. Maintenance. We talked about one thing I didn't know, folks, because filters could be really cheap. Don't go buy that $50 filter that they advertise will keep everything. No, forget about it. Change your filter once a month. Yep. 
the first day, and I'm going to write it on my calendar, just change the filter. It takes all of maybe uh, 35 seconds, 40 seconds. If you just got a ladder, go up or wherever the case. Go look for it. You probably don't even know where it is. You can call a weather machine, <laughs> and Scott will come out, and he'll show you where your filter is. Because yep. I'm sure some of them, aren't they in closets and all sorts of crazy places? So that's one of the things that we address when we replace the system, is if I can make the filter accessible to the customer, like you said, just to get up on a step stool, access that filter yeah. drill, or if it's out in the garage where they can, no tools necessary type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The easier I make it for the consumer, the more on top of changing that filter that's they're going right. to be. Yeah. Now, there are systems that have the filter up in the attic space. They have to actually climb up in there yes. and get into the unit and get to it. See, that would be ugly. It becomes a lot less likely that the filter is going to get changed yeah. on a reasonable time frame when yeah. you know that it's going to be a half hour and it's 140 degrees in the attic. I don't want to go in the attic. Okay, so yep. for us old people, I'm talking to myself, do you have a system, and Michaela could do this really easy, is have a reminder system for your customers to send out and say, by the way, you need to have your yearly maintenance or your, because I, I, I literally had to put you on my refrigerator with my dyno label maker that said when I had his service. So does your company have anything like that? Yes. So actually we do a preventive maintenance agreement where Ah. we schedule yearly service with you and we have it set up to where we call you to schedule so you don't have to worry about it at all you don't have to do that reminder oh i forgot no we'll reach out to you we'll call you we'll set up a time when it's convenient and we'll do it twice a year some we have customers that are monthly some that are twice a year some that are every three months depending on usage um but yeah we do a lot of preventive maintenance agreements where that's what we do is we take the hassle out of it i will stop by and and do that because I don't know about you, but it's 2021, and it's freaking September yeah. next week. It's September next week. It's only supposed to be February. <laughs> am I right? Time flies. And you're younger than I am, and it's going 180 mile an hour. It is flying by. Um, yeah, it gets worse when you get older. I'm just here to tell you, brother. But I'm, see, so that's so, so important. And what does that mean, folks? Customer service. Customer service. And by the way, are you paying for this hour? I don't know. Of course you're not. Okay. I'm only bringing that up because this is a baby infomercial on who you are. But I think more and more stations should do this for the people that do the right thing. And I only said you're not paying me because you're not paying me because this would be 350 bucks otherwise. But I wouldn't take it from you anyway because hopefully all my listeners are going to go away saying, wow, I didn't know that. Well, hopefully they gained a little knowledge, a little understanding of what we actually do. Um, I know here in San Diego, there's a lot of thought of, well, why, why do you need air conditioning? Well, it was 104 degrees last week, <laughs> yeah, and it's miserable when you don't have it. Yeah. So it's one of those things, like you said, maintenance is crucial. Yeah. Staying on top of that filter, having us come out and do a preventive maintenance agreement yearly where you don't even have to worry about it. We'll call you. That's the beauty. That's the beauty. And, you know, they don't sell junk. They only sell good quality equipment. They have warranties. You can get equipment made here in the United States of America. Where that's, yeah, it's a great slogan, but it's also easy to get parts. Because when you're trying to get it out of Taiwan and China sitting on Taiwan's chest, and you may never get your AC working again. Or when the boats are just sitting out there. Got a friend of mine. Can't get Eight months. He's got eight containers. He does irrigation. Can't get get it. 
Scott, I can't thank you enough. Give that website out. Weathermachines.org. Phone number? 619-443-9974. All right, buddy. Hey, I'm going to stop by and sign up for that maintenance program. I'll get it I'll get it all signed up for you. You're the man. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, you ought to know. FM 961 AM 1170, the answer.